Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. My name is Savannah. I am your host. I do film reviews and film industry commentary. And oh my goodness. Um, you know, when I saw this, I didn't think, okay. So I saw Wish this past Saturday. Um, one of the perks of having an AMC membership is early access screenings. I've seen a couple, Gran Turismo, Holdovers, Wish, and there's another one thrown in there somewhere, I'm sure. So yeah, I got to see the movie early. That's fun, I guess. It was a reasonably full theater, believe it or not. Um, I haven't been in a movie theater with families and children in a very long time. Now I remember why I try to see movies on Thursday nights. (laughs) Um, bless some of your mama hearts. Um, you're trying to watch the movie and enjoy yourselves while you're trying to, you know, keep your kids in line. My heart goes out to you. And I try to be as patient as possible and just as understanding and compassionate because being a singleton, it can get a little irritating because I'm trying to enjoy the movie and then you're sitting right next to me, like yelling at your kids. And so now I'm getting angry and I'm trying not to get angry because I'm like, she's doing her absolute best. She's doing the best she's, she can. She's trying to give them an experience. She's trying to teach them how to be, you know, productive members of society. And sometimes I, that starts with learning how to sit still in a movie theater. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not be judgmental. And it's a lesson for me, honestly, in patience because I suck at it patience compassion all the things for people who are living lives very different than mine I'm a singleton I only have to worry about me I don't have to worry about children I don't have that responsibility you know lord willing not yet so yeah that that was that was the interesting part honestly sitting next to moms and their kids was probably more fun than the actual movie there are so many things I'd like to say about this movie and I don't know if I will be able to remember all the things I'd like to say but we're gonna try so Let's talk about it.
So this is Wish, Disney's, you know, 100th anniversary celebration. It's directed by Chris Buck and Fawn Vera Sunthorn with the voicing talents of Chris Pine, Ariana DeBose, Alan Tudyk, Angelique Cabral, Victor Garber, Natasha Rothwell, Evan Peters, oddly enough. So what exactly is this movie about? Here's my thing with, I don't even know where to start here. Um, the more I think about it, the more, the angrier I get, the the more offended I feel. It, it feels personal how disappointed I was with this movie. It was such a disappointment. I, I can't believe this in the Marvels. I can't believe they released these in theaters. They, these were fit for Disney Plus. They should have just put these things on Disney Plus and hope for the best. They're just not up to standard. Again, 100 years of Disney. This is the studio that changed the industry that did the dang thing with animation that set the course for something new and grand in terms of filmmaking and storytelling that gave us something magical, something for families to kind of rally around. And they've been on such a downward spiral the last couple of years. It's not been good for Disney. And I think this movie is a como is a good culmination, a good representation of where Disney is at right now in terms of just quality storytelling, all the things. So this movie is about King Magnifico. King Magnifico is the king of a Mediterranean island called Rosas, and he is a self-taught sorcerer who has the power to grant wishes. 17-year-old Asha, now Chris Pine is King Magnifico. Asha is voiced by Ariana DeBose. Ariana DeBose won the Oscar, the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story. Just a little tidbit there. That was a 2021 film she won in 2022. So... Asha is 17 years of age. Now, the thing with Rosas is that, you know, citizens of Rosas can go to the king during a wish ceremony and hand their wishes over to the king. And then he magically makes them forget about said wish. They go about their lives and their business, but they can't do this until they're 18 years of age. So Asha is underage. She doesn't turn 18 for a while. However, she has the opportunity opportunity to be an apprentice for the king. Now she's patriotic, so to speak, loves her little country island. And we meet her while she's singing to tourists and giving them a tour. So she goes to be an apprentice or interviews to be an apprentice for the king. But we learn that her she has ulterior motives, so to speak. They're presented to us as noble. But she wants her grandfather, who is 100 years old, hint, hint, 100 years old, to have his wish granted. It is yet to be granted. Because the way this works in Rosa's is that, yes, at the age of 18, you're able to hand your wish over to the king for it to be granted. But a wish ceremony is only held once a month and only one wish is granted each month. So common sense says that not every wish is going to be granted, right? I feel like this will be common sense. I don't know why all of a sudden it's an issue, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So Asha goes to interview for this position. He takes a liking to her. They have something in common. He lost his family at a very young age. She lost her father when she was about 12. And he knows this. He's very much aware that she, he knows his, he knows the people. He's very much aware of what's going on in his own kingdom. And it's it's very sweet and very sincere moment between the two of them. It's they're they're all over the place with this man's character. I, I've seen you know layers within a character, and you know how we can see them kind of like an onion. There's there's different parts of them, different depths, but they really just could not figure out this is who this man is. This is his center and everything kind of building around that. It's like he had multiple centers. He was you know petty he was you know very sincere and compassionate and then all of a sudden he's you know a bit of a brat and kind of egotistical very vain 
whatever like pick a side who is this man it's disney dang it it's supposed to be a kids movie keep it simple okay we don't need to get into the three-dimensional weeds of a character in a disney movie it's it's, but yet they're trying to give us all these moving centers about i'm getting ahead of myself so they they bond a bit he he takes a liking to her he starts to really consider her for this position so he shows her the room so that he's never done before where he keeps said wishes and she finds her grandfather's wish and it's this nice little beautiful sing-song moment between the two of them i actually like this song this particular song she finds her grandfather's wish and immediately you know asks, hey can you grant my grandfather's wish and that's when he realizes oh she's not here to be my apprentice she's not here to work under me learn under me and she's not here to actually grow herself she's here to get something out of me she's here to use me and he's like you know most people wait a while before they come out and ask something like that oh you come up right off the bat and he's a little bit petty with it and explains to her you know i can't grant this wish it's too vague her grandfather's wish is to inspire the next generation and it's like it's dangerous it's too vague like what do you mean what what does he do with this like I, he doesn't know like it's he's not you know all knowing so to speak he's he doesn't know her grandfather that personal so he's like i can't this is too dangerous and she's all offended and that's when she realizes that most of the wishes are never going to be granted. And all of a sudden that's a bad thing. And he's like, well, why don't you, she's like, why don't you just give the wishes back? And that's where we realize what this plot is all about. Her stealing the wishes and giving them back to the people. Well, they have the wish ceremony ceremony. He kind of privately humiliates her in front of the kingdom, but no one really knows about this humiliation besides, you know, Asha, her family and friends. And then she, you know, she runs off singing about how she looks up to the stars to guide her. And that's when a star falls from the sky, wrecking a lot of havoc, making her pet baby goat Valentino talk. And it's the worst thing that happened in the dang movie because that goat was obnoxious. So obnoxious. And so they come up with a plan to steal back her grandfather's wish and give it back. Well, that causes more problems because the king finds out. Now, there is the part where, you know, star falls from the sky and it creates this great, beautiful light all over the kingdom. And his wife, Amaya, is like, oh, that was such a beautiful thing you did. And he's like, it's not me. And he's like, somebody's threatening me. He, he, he immediately gets paranoid. So starts trying to figure out, you know, how to protect himself, how to protect the kingdom, trying to figure out where this magic came from. Immediately, it comes to the conclusion that there is a traitor in Rosas. Well, she steals back the wish, gives it to her grandfather. He absorbs it back into his heart. It's a cute little moment. And um, realizes, oh, I can do this myself. Whatever. So King finds out. Family starts to escape. She realizes, nope, I have to go back. I have to do the right thing and free the wishes or whatever. And that's basically the story. My issues with this movie, there's so many. Again, the more I think about it, the angrier I get. Uh, the animation is just, I don't like it. I don't know if it's good or bad. I am not well-versed enough in animation to, de- to, to determine what's good animation and what's not good animation. I can only tell you that I just didn't like it. I thought it was very distracting. Now, after a minute, you kind of get used to it, but I just, I didn't like it. The story doesn't make any sense. It's convoluted. It, it felt like they had to make up stuff along the way in order to make it make sense or to give things a reason. They had to kind of just make something up in order to, for Asha to have a reason to go against the king i'm like the dude's not bad and then you have the characters here i did not like asha i didn't like her at all i did not find her likable i did i could not find a reason to root for her here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I thought she was a teenage know-it-all lacking in wisdom. I found myself rooting for the king. I wanted him to experience some kind of redemption by the end. He steps into dark magic in an effort to protect himself and the kingdom from this supposed threat named Asha. And I was hoping by the end of it, they were, they found a way to kind of break the spell and free him. But I think they know. I think somehow in the making of the story, they realize this king is really likable. There are some redeeming qualities about him. We have to make it so that he can't be redeemed. So they make it a point to say, oh, once you step into this magic, you're in it forever. So we kind of know before the end that redemption for him is impossible. But I was mad about that because I liked him. I did not like her. I could not find a reason to root for her. I don't see her as the hero of this story. Honestly, there wouldn't have been a story had she not meddled. Dude was fine. Dude was cool. A little too much into himself. But he was copacetic. Everything was great. Nobody seemed to be upset or unhappy in the kingdom. People were going about their business, living their lives, working jobs, prospering and thriving. And then all of a sudden she upsets a very delicate balance. And for what? That's, that, that was my ultimate question. Like, how is she the hero here? I just did not like her. The movie's not even that good. 
just being real with you here. It's really just not that good. It's a bit of a disappointment. This is the most subpar thing I think I've seen from Disney in a very long time. And that's saying something in a year full of Disney subpar. I mean, good God, the greatest thing to come out of Disney this year, it seems to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The Little Mermaid was subpar, Ant-Man, the Marvels, now this. And this is supposed to be the ultimate Disney celebration of 100 years of magic. And it's such a disappointment. Now, speaking of it being a celebration of 100 years, the only thing, okay, here's the thing about this movie is it's less entertainment and more of an Easter egg hunt. I understand this is supposed to be like a family movie, a kid's movie, but honestly, the target audience here isn't kids. It's people like me, nostalgic millennials who will get a kick out of all the different Disney references, references, which I did, by the way. That was the most fun for me in this movie was noticing all the Disney references, references, After a while, it got to be a little annoying and too much. So you have references here to the Seven Dwarfs, Mary Poppins, Peter Pan, Beauty and the Beast, Bambi, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Just that's basically what this movie is for. It's one giant Easter egg to kind of bring together 100 years of Disney into one movie. I think that's why the story is lacking because that's not the point. That's not the priority. The priority here really is to just be a big old advertisement for Disney, which sucks. I think there was potential for this story to be something. I don't even know. I say that a lot. I think there's potential. I don't know if there's potential here, to be honest with you. I take that back. There is no potential here. Um, the story was convoluted, didn't make any sense. The heroine is not even a hero and the villain wasn't evil enough. I mean, I think that was the exciting part for a lot of people. That was what a lot of people were really looking forward to with this movie. We finally get a villain. It's been so long since we've had a decent animated Disney villain. And they choked. It was bad. Even the villain song sucked. I mean, how does this live up to poor unfortunate souls and be prepared? It doesn't. I was angry. I was upset. It was such a goofy, stupid song. I'm tired of seeing men in Disney films, even the men who are supposed to be evil, just be such dopes. I'm tired of seeing women just be kind of masculine and men be feminized. I'm, I'm tired of it. It's, it's getting irritating. And I think this showcases it very much. I think this kind of brings out a lot of the irritation that people are feeling with Disney. Their female characters are just not likable anymore. And their male characters are just obnoxious. You had the freaking goat in this movie who just would not stop talking, who wouldn't shut up. I did not like him, which is crazy, though, because Disney has some of the best sidekicks. Um, Abu, Flounder, uh, the dragon from Mulan, Miko, the raccoon from Pocahontas, Pascal. I mean, Hey Hey from Moana. I love that, you know, dopey little chicken. But this Valentina was just obnoxious. The star was obnoxious. It's like she was babysitting. I just wanted them to be quiet and cooperate. It it just wasn't cute. It wasn't funny. It was just obnoxious. Never mind Asha, who was basically just a clone of the last few Disney characters, you know, just cute and quirky and clumsy. It's the same personality. They just keep repeating over and over and over again. Mirabelle, uh, Anna, Rapunzel, a little bit of Moana, just, you know, cute and quirky and clumsy and just, ha, 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 ha. you know what I mean? 
I think I said in my TikTok, she's Rapunzel with box braids. It's the same person out. There's nothing different about her. There's nothing unique. She doesn't stand out. Whereas if you look at the princesses from before, there's something different and individual about them. They all have their own personalities, their own stories. They're their own people in a way. Disney doesn't know how to write females anymore. They're all quirky and cute or just defeminized, insufferable hags, to put it lightly. Now, I'm not one to tell you, see this movie, don't see this movie. What I will tell you is your but- your money is better spent at Walmart buying snacks and just watching it when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. All right, parental units, this is the part of the podcast where I answer your most burning question. Is this movie appropriate for my child? Now, if you are a Christian parent, I've already answered this for you because I think there are parts of this movie that you might find a bit concerning, especially if you're raising your children in the faith. If you go to the description and whether it's YouTube or whatever podcast platform you're listening to, there is a link to my Substack. I would go there and you can read that. And it's just, you know, a Christian parent's guide to wish. And I think I go a little more in depth on what I think might concern you as a parent or things you need to look out for. That being said, though, because the lines are so blurry between who the villain is, who the hero is, if I were a parent, I would want to watch this first before showing it to your kid. I mean, it's a family film, so obviously the elements of the story are very much appropriate for any age. But in terms of what lessons you are wanting to teach your children, I highly recommend if you are a parent watching this movie first before showing your child. That's just my honest opinion. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave about yet another movie. So that was Wish, directed by Chris Buck and Vera, I'm sorry, Fawn Vera Sunthorn. I didn't like it. That sums it up. It's a disappointment. If you're a parent, watch it first before you take your children. So what's coming up next? <laughs> um, My goodness. So... I am seeing Saltburn and Napoleon this week. I still have to watch Killer and Rustin on Netflix. I don't do well watching movies at home. I've, I've never been good at watching new movies sitting in my bedroom. I don't like it. I tried to watch Rustin last night and I got bored. The movie's fine. Don't get me wrong. The movie's not. There's nothing wrong with the movie. Um, I just don't like watching movies at home. I'm much better. I'd rather spend my money in a theater. If I'm going to focus on a movie, I'd rather do that. So yeah, Saltburn and Napoleon this week. Rustin and uh, Napoleon, not Napoleon. Yeah, Rustin, Saltburn and Napoleon at the theater. Rustin and Killer on Netflix. And then next Monday, I'm seeing AMC Screen Unseen again. I'm hoping it's American fiction. And then next Thursday, the Thursday after Thanksgiving, I am seeing The Shift. And then I have no idea what happens after that. 
the bit the Beyonce movie comes out the first of December. I'm hoping I get to see Poor Things in theaters, the one with Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. Really want to see that one. I'm again I'm trying to see as many Oscar contenders as possible, which is why I need to just sit still and focus and watch these two movies at home. Cause not seeing them in theaters. It, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, that's what's happening with me. If you see Wish, let me know what you thought. Let me know your what you think. I mean, obviously, you're not, probably not going to be able to see it until tomorrow or the day after because it officially comes out on Wednesday. But then you have your Tuesday previews. So let me know what you think when you see it. I definitely want to hear from you. If you were able to see it early on Saturday like me, let me know. I don't know what else to say about it other than I will see you next time. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.